0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC.
1: Welcome to episode 85 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I see. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Sorry. We can hear all that.
0: I'm so sorry. Suddenly-
1: Our seemingly continuing experiment of adding an extra 40 minutes of utter rubbish to your life each week. I'm James Brown, as usual. I'm joined by, (laughs) it says insert joke, because I forgot to do it, (laughs) Dr. (laughs) Dr. Alex Connor, and insert joke,
2: Mrs. ADHD. (laughs) That is brilliant. (laughs) Alex, hi. (laughs) It just says Alex, and there's a gap. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and Mrs. ADHD. I went,
0: I went through and took out the old bits of the script expecting you to put new bits in.
1: No, no. And Mrs. ADHD, mm-hmm. hi, please read what it says.
0: Um response. Perfect. <laughs> Respon-
2: <laughs> this is chat GPT's version of the ADHD Adults podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> Hi.
2: Oh man, we could get Chat GPT to do uh a script for us and it would just or I be... could do one. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's true. Actually that would be better. It would be much better. Right. A reminder that we started this podcast because we wanted to show off about science and, and have evidence for things that were said about ADHD. But people keep asking for more personal reflections and bonus content because they don't like the bit. I do. so now we now we have time for an extra one as blah 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 that's that's you writing that is it james my bit just says blah 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 now does it i'm here trying to write an informative yet amusing script for a podcast described by one critic as it's just people telling each other how rubbish they are and also my head hurts and you're getting in the way of gold james with this (laughs) one star Um, yeah, indeed. So, uh, Sammy's here as well because if we're going to tell someone they're rubbish, I can't think of anyone I'd like to do that to more.
1: <laughs> Absolutely spot on. Anyway, as usual, this man in his forties who replies "lol" to your WhatsApp messages.
2: <clears throat> I wrote that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, you didn't write that. I wrote that. It's one of my welcomes. You wrote that's me, isn't it?
2: It. I did. Yeah, but only well, you for you to totally see, good. not not to read out. Yeah. So I, I do I write. You were gonna I. Read I I write LOL. Right, let's have this yeah. out. Right, we've been right. A, you, fine. You put good one fine. or halal laugh. Yeah, I write yeah. LOL yeah. because I I literally laughed out loud and it's a an, it's a simple You write and because, LOL. And yes, I, exactly. It's it's what, what I, I do if
1: I laugh exactly. out loud because you're you okay. you're 12 years old. That's why. Unless young kids don't write that anymore. But he's in his 40s and he writes LOL when I message him.
0: It's kind of cute though. It is kind of cute. I laugh anyway, out loud, I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> Winston lovely.
2: Churchill wrote it in text message, so I'm going to write
1: it. <laughs> anyway, this podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the Week Between podcasts has been from our ADHD perspectives and as people involved in the ADHD community. We'll answer some of the questions we've received from that community, so remember to send them in on the socials or the Discord forum. And we'll talk a little bit more about this theme, why we chose it, and
2: how we feel about it. So as usual, Alex... I can't do no, you don't bring attention to that. I do, I do, I... I
1: know, I know, but that's why I do it.
2: You've just changed the bit that's of mine to blue that wasn't blue. So it looks I, like no, I did it. didn't. I, did wrong. I, did it. I didn't. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that is that is ganging up on me. Ganging up.
1: <sighs> I can, I, can, I, fine. can I can uh, I can I do my bit now? Can I yeah. read the bit that's in between... Yes. Yeah, so as it. always, I'll ask you two how your week was. And of course, nobody will ask me. So, Sam, how was your week?
0: Shit. Completely overwhelmed. Not sleeping at all. Just lying awake thinking about every interaction I've ever had and thinking, what did they mean by that? Oh, God, they meant that. I reacted the wrong way. And then thinking about everything that's ever going to happen and how I'm going to react, even though it never helps. Not coping well at all. But I've got Rose to help now. Mm. Yay! (laughs) Which is a massive help. So Rose B on Discord is helping out by taking all the questions and things off Discord and answering emails. And she's fabulous. And I love her. Thanks,
1: Rose. Yeah, Rose. I mean, it's brilliant now having somebody to help us with the app. And we are, as some people will know, slowly taking volunteers on to help us. We're still looking for someone to help with answering social media messages. Alex's eyes just went wild because I think he realized he hasn't contacted any of the volunteers that he was meant to contact. is that is that the reason now is that the reason yeah it is so um, it's so, so hard stuff. to remember
0: though and you've just had an operation
1: it's really yeah hard, and he though. doesn't and he doesn't care so, sam so the person when you finish normally you ask the next person to
0: oh god how was your but week not, James? but not me
1: oh, oh me oh, jesus James. i've never gone second i know that's that's odd Weird. um also a bad week actually a very bad week sorry to yeah. be depressing um Super bad. My ADHD has been wild, not peacefully wild. I'll actually wild. Ow. All. Mm. <laughs> Ding. Uh. I don't. I don't.
0: Sorry about that. My well, threshold, but not when I stub my toe. That uh, fucking oh, yeah carry
1: on but but i noticed during my part obviously not alex's you know as as usual if there's going to be a distraction what it's going to be sure well did you um <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah bad bad rate all my symptoms all over the place loads of anxiety loads of overwhelm um <clears throat> My migraines which i had really but i've realized when i had seven migraines in nine days it's probably because i had my fourth covid jab i'm not over 50 but they sent me the message saying you're in the next group and headaches are a side effect now we were trying to work out what's the trigger. am i dehydrated i drank six and a half liters of fluid one day to make sure i wasn't dehydrated and still got a migraine the next day and and then i, I thought hang on a minute this started like two or three days after i had my fourth covid jab so it was probably that Went away for a week. I've had a couple of migraines. Yes, Alex. I know it you I'm not been... meant to do it, but I do it to wind you up.
2: It could have been garlic and crucifixes, couldn't it? Have you thought yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> you've got to look for. gotta look for the these six and walnuts. a half
0: liters was holy water?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, that was the problem.
0: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> and then all this led to suicidal ideation. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel good now? Do you making that joke immediately before I talked about? (laughs) Yeah. No, not so good. My my migraines are a mass are a massive trigger for my bipolar and low moods. I've frozen, haven't I?
0: No, you're back.
1: Oh god, I thought I had because I froze. It was early. a okay, millisecond. It was to a long time when you when you when you're time blind. That's a long time. Um, mm. My migraines are a, a huge sugar for my mood because I get lots of guilt mm. that I'm missing a day's work or missing something. So I had a migraine on Monday, and this is after, and we'll talk about this uh, in the next part. Um, I'd completely cocked up travel to go to a talk, so I ended up having to travel on my own with the after effects of a migraine being all over the place um but the one thing that happened this week which i think had such a positive impact and actually made all that shit worthwhile was at one of the talks somebody came up i'm not going to give any details that are in any way recognisable and they said they were they were very emotional and normally the emotions when people talk to me are kind of disgust and and being revolted but this is this is a different type of emotion they were they were very very emotional and they said that when they were at their absolute lowest when i mean their their real lowest they couldn't get access to their doctor because the doctors was closed they found our podcast and they said that it didn't change their life it saved their life and they just wanted to come up and tell me and i know that sounds like oh look at us we're brilliant doing all this stuff and you know at least two of us in this podcast hate (laughs) ourselves and i thought you were gonna say at
0: least two of us are
1: brilliant (laughs) No, no, I didn't. No. Know. And the, and therefore, it's hard for us to to sometimes any stop and give ourselves credit. And when people send nice messages in, it's almost like a surprise because we never stop and think about what we do. But standing there and having this person really, you know, in floods of tears telling you what you've done is important. It makes all the shit I've been through this week this week worthwhile. It was it was just a really nice moment to, to hear that
2: was and i want whoever whoever said it james came and texted us and told us and we were really talking about it and the messages we get as well we talk about them yesterday sam and i were saying on on our little whatsapp planning group how important it is that we t- we we talk about these because it it really is incredibly important to us i think the, the, mm. the yeah we never <clears throat> wanted to help people did we is somebody clapping yeah. it's an incredible sound no it was me opening a bottle of
1: water sorry uh, <laughs> alex Alex, have we we done Alex? I mean, I haven't. No, we haven't. Because you're a floozy. I am. (laughs) Alex?
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, funny funny old one. Yesterday was 50 50 days with no alcohol. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. And I didn't say it on Twitter. I was embarrassed. You know, I hate the word sober. I was 50 days sober. Because, you know, I'm a a fucking idiot. So I, I don't feel sober at any point in the day. But I have had fifty days without alcohol, and yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I'm thinking about how I sh- share this, really, because it isn't like people say you're still tired in the mornings. I often wake up with a hangover. I'm like, well, that doesn't seem fair, because <laughs> it turns out it wasn't the alcohol; <laughs> it was just time. And shit, human. Um, but it feels interesting. It feels I've done it before, mm. but it never felt. Terminal before it never felt like I don't. I'm I'm really, I'm it's a day to day thing, I am aware of that, but it feels at the moment like I'm not going back. I want to start an ADHD support group for people who don't want to do something, whether it's alcohol or substances or gambling or something else, just so we can. Because what's massively helpful to me, oh no, I've got to say, haven't I, even though he's a vampire tit been able to text James and even more so Jules because I was doing that every day just about the alcohol and it 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 was invaluable having you both there for support and so I was thinking we should maybe do something like that abstinence is hard for for anything that you 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 habitually form (laughs) nice I think (laughs) so yeah that
0: well done Um, though Al that's that's real achievement you should be so proud of yourself
1: yeah, I mean, I genuinely didn't think you'd get past two days, so I think you've done really
2: well, mate. I don't know how. I don't. I keep thinking, oh, well, today I'll probably drink, but I'll try not yeah. to. Today I won't, actually. I know. That's what I usually say. Today I won't, and tomorrow it will come, and I'll try not to think about it. uh Dodge and You're E, because of the operation. Thank you. That's amazing. Emergency trip to the docks on Friday, though, with <laughs> I a four-year-old with... Uh, A vomiting virus, and then woke up with a stiff neck where she was screaming. And if you've got kids or know anything about medics, you crap yourself. Absolutely crap myself. Turns out she had a vomiting virus and a stiff neck from a muscle problem, not meningitis, as I thought. Uh, I mean, uh, Lisa and I had a horrible Saturday where we were at each other the whole day, really angry. And it was only last night that I realised that it was sort of like a mini trauma response to how we were... You know, you, you think the worst is about to come and mm. so on Friday we dealt with it we were really relieved but I don't think I realized that the come down from that was hard ding it means mm. that I missed well it doesn't actually this is I'm I'm gonna do a, explain a lie I completely missed my appointment at the doctors to have my stitches removed but I'd been there the morning with Sophia and they said oh how's your daughter and I was like oh because of that I forgot the appointment <laughs> That's not true at all. I literally wrote down the wrong time by like, two hours in my diary on the day they gave me the appointment. Just wrote it down wrong. Turned up at the right time. And they're like, that that was two hours ago. And I went, I, I was very frightened of my daughter, shameless, really.
0: I, yeah, we, so we often talk a bit, about how bit
1: weird. <clears throat> we often talk about how ADHD is not an excuse, it's a reason. But do, does anybody and I'm interested to find this out. Does anybody listening and do we ever like literally use kind of it as an excuse or excuses around it because i find that just sometimes i will occasionally kind of if it's not an adhd thing say it's adhd or just use it as a card and that's terrible it's a terrible thing i was in a supermarket the other day and i can't remember what had driven this but i, I told uh, mrs adhd about this i very nearly said I have an invisible disability, you know. It's ADHD, and I can't deal with this. And I had to stop myself from doing it because I thought, "Why would you say that, you cock?"
2: You look like such a knobhead. I do it all the time.
0: I never do it. I look
2: like a knobhead. Yeah, yeah. Both yes, and mate, Mm -hmm. we need to do an episode on using ADHD as an excuse for (laughs) bad
0: because I do it all the
2: time. (laughs) Oh god. Oh god, that's too that's too open for for me. <clears throat> right, that's a good one. Last question, then. Uh, start with you, Sam. Um, listen to the question carefully. <laughs> i so mean. To <laughs> what stupid What stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week? Well, I'll answer a different question.
0: I was supposed to be talking to <laughs> Shell, but I was talking to Shell there were two <laughs> shells on discord oh, one with an no. s one with a c i was having a, a great conversation with shell who was saying about i can't remember something like oh she told me her age and i went there is no fucking way in hell you are insert age." Well, she had life. was like 54 and i went how is that possible and she showed me pictures of her in the 80s and i still didn't twig that it was a different shell and she went i said but you look really young and she said you've never met me I said i met you at the glee club in birmingham i've done a podcast with you and she was like oh no that's not me <laughs> i'd got a complaint, and i'd been having a whole conversation with her oh yeah thinking that it was a different shell um but yeah so so that i think that one actually for fought, fought, it fit the criteria um mm. i i was <laughs> I sat, and the same podcast, actually, I sat waiting for them at 6 p.m. to do the podcast and then realized it wasn't until 6 30. And that was the same podcast that I completely forgot about last week.
2: It's the Dopamine Kick podcast, is it? Yes. You, shout out to them, Friends of the Bars.
0: I know, yeah. Hi, Sparky and Shell. Um, it was that shell that I'd, I'd got mixed up with another shell. Um, yes. And I. I realized when I couldn't sleep, because I have not been sleeping this week at all, I answered 600 health questionnaires on my mum's DNA profile. But I answered no. them for myself. I haven't told her yet. So I'm no. like, because <laughs> she's got her results. 600 health questions on my mum's profile, not mine. Um, we, <laughs> I haven't told her. Should I tell her? Does it matter? I booked a poll lesson to start immediately uh, to end immediately before a, a meeting that I was minuting. So there was just no way to to do that at all. Um and got distracted. I was supposed to be cutting my dad's hair, but I got distracted by the cat and the cat flap and just left it halfway through. Um, I'm gonna stop now because I'm boring myself. Because there's loads more.
1: Really think, like I've it. also ta- I've also taken one of them out because I think it'll make a good um you may have seen but I think it'll make a good uh, what did we what did James forgot? lose forget lose or mislay this week because we had to move hotel room for a very embarrassing reason which i think is is good alex um what about you what stupid thing
2: have you been doing well i don't know what you've heard but i definitely have not been overly invested in the website birding in franconia (laughs) and 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 buying some binoculars because that would not be cool so i haven't been doing no
0: i love that
2: yeah on an unrelated note, there's a purpuraria, which is a funny bird name round here, which means purple heron. And I'll bring my yeah,
0: binoculars when we come to visit.
2: Do yeah, I've got some really cool oh new God, ones. Very God. very excited. I also haven't because this also isn't cool. Been doing heavily invested in a geography quiz app where you you know. Oh I mean, yeah, you've exactly been you've one.
0: loved that for a while.
2: Oh no, a new one.
0: Oh, <gasps> yeah, I do oh, really? I, I do the
2: geography one every day. Yeah. Honestly, ridiculously over invested, but I was supposed to be, you know, doing my literal responsibilities as chair of a charity, uh, speaking to people about oh, God, I missed so many, so many meetings last week. And, and I, it w- I know I'm, I, I use ADHD as an excuse, but I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do some of the things I was supposed to do. I, I did, I wanted to, I had the time, I was ready, it was all documented. And it was like paralysis so i did stupid things instead soz i guess we have to do it do we Sam? Do we have to go what about you james yeah i, I want think to. we
0: should
1: <sighs> yeah on, so should. there's a few <clears throat> there's a few which i think are good the first <laughs> so obviously the, the the macbook that i am recording this on now is the macbook that i use for all the charity work um including editing and and, and blah 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 and it got really slow and i I looked into it and of the 500 gigabytes on the 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 drive there was less than a gigabyte free because i store all the podcasts on here and we do have a flash drive and i hadn't been copying them over so i had about 30 episodes of of each podcast recording which is about four gigabytes so i thought well i'll start transferring them and tried to do it within a block, but when you've got that small a space on your computer, it won't move it. So I had to start moving individual bits in each podcast fold, and it was taking me like 10 minutes just for the computer to move one bit. And I did this for probably nine hours over two days. And then, and then thought, are there any other big files on my computer? And it turns out I I got a 36-hour screen recording, of my MacBook, which I'd accidentally started oh. at a talk, <laughs> so it was 36 hours of the screensaver on my MacBook, which was 385 gigabytes in size. Oh, that's incredible! And was, I know, and I hadn't, and I'd spent nine hours trying to just move one little file over here and one little file over there.
2: And still more entertaining than the actual talks, little talk you did. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: far, far more entertaining. Um, yeah. Other things are hyper, hyper focusing on. Uh, so we have some merchandise no one buys it it's on Redbubble. it's ridiculously expensive and we make fuck all from it as a charity so we're starting to look into doing our own we've got one volunteer heist favor who's going to help us we're using cricket system to cutting things out we've got our own little system to to do that and obviously then just massively hyper focusing on that and for anyone who saw on social media the picture of alex um in the um uh the <clears throat> Barack Obama hope style poster forgotten the, the graffiti artist that did it but hopeless instead that was four hours on a Sunday morning
0: exactly so used. we've
1: so 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 rather than just doing things I wanted to do or resting or eating or cleaning the house or whatever I was just hyper focused on that and then just quickly I'm in Leeds at the minute um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in a very big room. This is a junior suite, and that's for a reason. I start the the, the little talks, Alex, as you know, with a list of the things nice, that the, I've the done. Little, talk. little talks. I start them with a list of things that have gone wrong in preparation. And fuck me, everything's gone wrong for this talk. So on Sunday, I said to Mrs. ADHD, "So it's Leeds tomorrow then?" And she went no, that's Tuesday. And I went, no, it's tomorrow. And she went, no, it's Tuesday. And she started to massively panic. And I calmly thought she's got the date wrong there. And she said, no, it's Tuesday. And I thought, what? And looked at my phone and it wasn't Monday. I had planned with Mrs. ADHD all of my travel um, organization based on it being Monday. So I was getting a train up when I had a free slot on Monday, Tuesday, no free slots at all so I, I couldn't travel on Tuesday oh, no, yeah. so then had to book a train and a hotel for Monday night then had a migraine on Monday and was off work and had to jump jump on this train late on in the day feeling awful turned up at the hotel and we, we talked about this a bit earlier I think in the Monday episode possibly I got to the hotel they didn't have my booking and I'm quite proud of the fact that unlike when I was in McDonald's <clears throat> I you know, I've got a migraine. I'm in that post-dromal, sleepy, kind of dizzy, not in a good place anyway, um, low mood place in my head. And to turn up at the desk and for them to say, You said, oh, I've got a reservation. No, you haven't. I said, What? And showed them the piece of paper. And they said, Yeah, you haven't got a booking. So, showed my phone where they'd email me saying, "Hey, No, you haven't got a booking. Sorry. And they brought out a colleague. And that colleague then served someone else and then said to me, Hace. And I said, sorry she said hey and I said what she said is that your surname I'm like no brown and then eventually she said we'll just put him in three two one which is a junior suite so I got upgraded but I was really proud Sam's doing something with a hand I got was really proud that I didn't lose my shit I didn't lose my shit I really wanted almost wanted to lose my shit but I just sat there
2: I've got questions one did you go Brown all angry like that, or did you say it, like you will actually do, Mister Charming? No, no actually, Brian, no, no problem, no, not I, your I, problem. It was
1: I, I was I went into kind of just calm and factual, just no brown. And there was no, it was almost, it, I wouldn't call it an underreaction, but it was an appropriate emotional response,
2: yeah. I think. The Jay, the way James tells stories on here, you'd think he's like really, he's like the most people-pleasing person in real life, isn't he? Every, every, he makes everyone try to feel good all the time. I bet you he bought the flowers or some shit. <laughs> I did.
1: I, I, I did also, however, manage to lose a, a, a Seven hundred and fifty more bottle of water that I'd bought immediately before, somewhere between reception and the hotel room, and it wasn't at reception because I went back and checked. So that I think is oh, yeah. impressive.
2: It really is. I've well done. done. I've done that so often. You just it, they go. They're just gone. <laughs> mm, completely.
0: <laughs> well, thank you both for that. We're taking a really? break, and in part two, we'll hear questions and thoughts from the ADHD adult community. Holy shit! What I know. I looked at there? the script. <laughs> Alex, hi. Hi.
2: What's up? Hello, Governor. Jesus, already. Welcome back to episode 84 of the ADHD Adults, where we... 85. Episode 85 of the ADHD Adults, <laughs> where we are talking. It's this is extra special Thursday one, that's why I got confused. As always, in part two, we're taking questions from the amazing ADHD community, coming from all over the socials, at the ADHD Adults on Twitter, while it still exists, and Facebook, while well, we don't have to pay for it for some reason and Instagram, whatever that is. But mainly we get our questions from the ADHD adults, Discord, hello everybody, we love you very Mm. much. So backing straight into this, the first question is from um, Kaza with a C, or Kaza, or or Saza, I don't know if it's a hard C. (laughs) It says, (laughs) okay, I have a question that no one seems to be able to answer. Why don't I feel physical things the same as my neuroboring boring friends? Pejorative, I like it. So, for example, I really struggle to know if I'm coming down with something. I don't feel unwell until I'm really sick. If I hurt myself, I seem to be able to get over it quicker than my peers. Hubby says I'm just so ADHD, I get distracted from the pain. So, my question is, is it just me? Interesting, Yay. interesting, interesting. Sam? did you see I'm the opposite yeah
0: I'm the opposite I'm hyper aware of absolutely everything that's going on inside my body and I I quite often describe really odd ailments that yeah that are going on to James I'm like something's not right I can feel that there's a and it'll be something I can't even think of some of the things but you know there's a there's a pain here that's moving up my left colon or something I'm really hyper aware of everything inside my body so um Actually,
2: you're, you're not actually perceiving what is there, are you? There isn't something mm. moving up, it's just an, a, some, you're feeling something is. So what is true and what you're feeling aren't, and that's exactly what Kazza is saying, right?
0: Oh, 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 then yes, we're all the same.
2: <laughs> James, we don't, have you got any, any, I... any
1: more science to add, James? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, more science suggests that there was some some science in that in that answer, doesn't it? I think there are a few things here that are interesting. I mean, this is the sensory processing week, and therefore the some of the things that you would feel when you're feeling poorly, whether it's your temperature, whether it's a pain somewhere, etc., are sensations that your body has to process. And therefore, if you don't process some of the senses you have in the same way as a typical inrabbitious person. It might be that actually um, you struggle to know if you're coming down with something or feel unwell. Also remember, we have poorer metacognition. So it might be that you don't really remember what it's like to to have that feeling when you're coming down with a cold. You might think, oh God, yeah, I I don't, normally feel like this but it's it's something else there's a number of different things and we are all unique remember even within the neurodivergent population we are neurodiverse so so even as a person with adhd it might not be that it's it's your adhd and you're getting distracted from the pain it could actually be that it's just the way in which your body and your and your brain work
2: that's
0: true actually yeah
2: i think I, i think though that if I had to guess, based on what what you just said about metacognition, James, I think hubby ear is right. I think that it's mm-hmm. probably if we did some experiments on it, I reckon we'd find, as we don't pay attention to what we pay attention to, that maybe we do in fact sometimes get distracted from the pain and sometimes overfocus on the pain. Not not in a in a weak way, but in a we you know we have inappropriate emotional reactions, inappropriate awareness of things. So I I reckon I bet you it turns out to be true. on not science. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, thanks thanks for that Kaza. Uh question 2, uh, also from Discord, I think from Graphite. Here's a question. Is there any evidence that ADHD can get worse as you get older? Or is it simply that as you have to deal with more and more stuff, your brain runs out of capacity? Related to societal acceptance of ADHD traits at a young age drop away as people get older with a belief that people should just grow up.
2: Mm-hmm. Alex. Yes, brilliant question graphite honestly um so a lot of people say incorrectly that adhd adhd symptoms reduce as you get older false essentially Hmm. there is some evidence that on average the hyperactivity symptoms do get lower but it may be that we're just internalizing them or we we force ourselves to mask a little bit more there is also evidence that adhd symptoms get higher as you get older especially in menopausal women for example but actually in lots of people from a, a less scientific perspective yeah this is we have to deal with it you know and and we find ways to, if we're lucky and we're privileged we find ways to insert ourselves into lives and jobs and relationships where it's more tolerated i think a lot of women often feel more invisible societally as they get older as well so there may be a, an element there which I, I find really really interesting but obviously i can't speak about it's a, just a brilliant question what about you, Samantha?
0: Yeah, I think part of it is what they say. You have to deal with more stuff. Like when you're going to school, all your routines mapped out for you. You don't even have to think about what clothes to wear. And then all of a sudden you're a grown up and you've got to think about fucking loads of stuff. And then you have kids. If you can have kids, good for you. Um, then you've got to think <laughs> about them and doing their routine and stuff. So there's more stuff to think about, isn't there? <laughs>
2: So so, you think it. It, so it means it gets harder. Like it's, I ding. think, yeah, the ding. more stuff
0: you've got to do, the harder it gets. Ding.
2: Ding. <clears throat> but ding. I found school impenetrable and difficult and horrible because ding. It was, I was bored. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> there's some. There's there's I some evidence. I think. Oh. <sighs> there's some evidence I think that at different levels of the educational structure um the adhd symptoms can get worse so this is one of the um we hear quite a lot from parents saying that i'm pretty sure my child has adhd but you know a doctor has said well we need to get a report from the school and the school say no no they're coping fine they haven't got adhd but of course when they come home when they don't have that structure particularly Mm -hmm. in junior school which they have which kind of, if you like, provides a framework for them to not be quite so externally ADHD. But as you go up the educational system and there's less and less structure and you've got to more and more self-teach and self-govern and self-regulate, particularly at degree level and PhD level, that's when it can be difficult. So I think that there, there is, I think, issues when it comes to getting older and unmasking, which can mean that you feel like your ADHD symptoms ADHD symptoms are getting worse. And the last thing I'll say is about the second part of societal acceptance i i would argue there isn't societal acceptance of adhd even in children yeah, too, we yeah. talked in we talked in the stigma episode about how 25 percent of people in one study said that they wouldn't want a family with an adhd child moving in next door to them and that's a that's a pretty high and sickening number so i i think we're not even at a societal acceptance of adhd traits at a young age and definitely not as adults
2: I think that's that's really accurate. And we only have to read, we're not going into the media nonsense we've been facing lately, but you only have to see mm-hmm. that to see the stigmas very bloody real. The school thing you said, James, I this, oh, they're not like that, teachers saying that. It's mm-hmm. just because they're not looking properly. If if anybody just asked me, they would have found out I was sad the whole time mm-hmm. and it felt like torture, but I wasn't able to express it in any way, naughty or otherwise. And, and I think that's true of adults too. I think it's the same for different environments.
1: Sam's you you some, some, about. Some's about she's, she's read her answer to this she's meant to be reading it at question three now but she was think filing a nail or looking down no no i've got sc- i'm doing? just
0: picking at scabs on my on my wrist like i'm just picking oh, up them.
2: lovely um, lovely
0: okay question three is from piano pest on Discord. Um, nice just mate. curious if there's any evidence connecting infidelity and ADHD. Would this be a podcast in itself? This has been an issue affecting a few ADHDers I know, including myself in the past, but not sure there's any actual evidence to link the two. Or perhaps there is none, and those ADHDs affected are all just randy little buggers high on speed.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I chose this one because as you both know, this has been a massive problem for me in the past. Um and in the past. In the past. Good
1: save. Good save Sam. <laughs> well done.
0: Not now. Um, yeah. and I'd Watch say Definitely related to ADHD. And there's, there's quite a few things, I think, that are because of that, obviously, the novelty factor. But for me, I have, and I put this in this episode, because I have loads of sensory issues with sex, like, I get massively overstimulated, don't even look at my clit, just move around it. what and massively overstimulated, and I get focused on little things like I don't know if I was sleeping with a guy and he's just rubbing my fucking top of my leg or something, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? And and I just focus on all the things, and I can get understimulated. So if I was with a long time partner, all of this just and my brain's just all the time going, what about this? Blah, blah, blah. When I had a one night stand with somebody, none of that happened. So there was something about the novelty of it that my brain was just quiet.
2: You are completely stone cold sober, were you? What? Because that—that's a suppressant, isn't it? It's a stimulus suppressant. It's one of the reasons why people like it is because they—you don't feel as much on alcohol or drugs, and.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, I don't know. Mix. Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Uh-
1: I feel the main take-home message is obviously that James is really bad at sex because several times when you were saying like we're in a long-term relationship or, or when yeah, a guy's really doing it. X, Y, and Z, a lot of people are going to, take, going to take away from that that James rubs the top of Sam's leg. <laughs> uh, Imagine. And as
0: to fucking stay with you. I mean, my God. Um, there's, there's a reason I've stayed with you.
1: Yeah, low self-esteem. Okay. Just to terrible. just just to answer the question about the science behind all the evidence, there is evidence that there is increased extramarital congress uh, in people who have ADHD. There are lots of reasons for this, including impulsivity, including uh, inability to perceive risk, include including um, the increased relationship issues that can lead to somebody even without ADHD maybe looking elsewhere because we generally can struggle in relationships. So it, so it is something there is. Some documented evidence in some studies there are higher rates of infidelity in couples where someone has ADHD.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: In, in a word, the answer is yes. We've done an episode on risky sexual behaviors and sex in general, but I think we should do one on infidelity. I think it'd be a really good mm. and interesting episode. I have the same sex issues as Sam. The when you task positive network of your brain's doing the task and you and you and you daydreaming network kicks in and starts <laughs> during sex going is this how it's supposed to look what am I supposed to be feeling what's the what's happening you know in films when they're like oh i'm only thinking about you should i be feeling like that i'm tired What like what, 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 what pigeons do, are dogs just white pigeons and oh no shit no what am i supposed to be doing this is it's like self-loathing and shame about feeling yeah. like that and in, that's in, that's oh, where
0: it's oh, an advantage, crap. actually, having a partner with ADHD that does understand and understands the need for kind of changing things all the time, but but not too much because you need it. It's fucking minefield, isn't it?
2: It absolutely is. And the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant thing of having a wife you can laugh about it with at the same time is is the best thing that ever happened to me. Not getting mushy because that's horrible. Um, <laughs> on that bombshell, taking a break, I think. In
0: part
1: three, thoughts on this week's theme and podcast. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Welcome back to part three of episode 85 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we're going to, as usual, give you some more personal reflections. So we'll start off with what
2: made you choose the last idea for a theme, Alex? Uh, Yeah, it's always been a thing. I I didn't realise for years that I had these sensory issues. I thought, as you know, I said earlier on Monday, this I thought there's something wrong with my eyes. And essentially, I've always thought it was weird that I was as I what I say is I'm food picky, but for everything. So and I thought that was yeah. that was odd, everything. Even pain, some pain, fine, tiny pain not. So yeah, being food picky for everything and everybody else talking about it, I thought it was really good and timely. Sam?
0: Um, I don't know how many times I have to say this, but I have I no editorial it. rights on this podcast, so I didn't get to choose the theme and never will.
2: <laughs> so I know I like that so much. I do, though. Uh, what about you, Mob?
1: Oh, I was just two seconds. I was actually going to count how long it would take for somebody to ask me, but well done. Um, RSD actually did it, and that's the RSD from Sam hating my breathing and eating. Just mm. glancing over and seeing her wearing noise-cancelling headphones when I'm eating food next, so it made me think, First of all, she doesn't listen to music much. So, oh, my God, she's doing that to stop hearing the noise of me eating or breathing. And that made me feel so bad about myself that I then thought but it's not her fault if, if, if she has sensory processing issues. And that made me think about my own sensory processing issues. So for me, it was, it was kind of RSD leading to me looking into it myself more the last question while well, i added to the script there alex was there any thought or tip from a theme that you forgot to say
2: alex yes one thing jane guilt i am have been so ashamed of my entire past of having inappropriate emotional reactions to over or under sensory stimulus there was a running joke in my university friend group who still are some of the, the best people I've ever met. And they laughed a lot and still do about, eh, stand by it. They I, About uh, an incident I had with a, a girlfriend at the time at university who I was eating potatoes they'd made for me and they were kind of to made for me. And instead of just going, Oh, thank you. They weren't right. And I was inappropriate about it and in front of everyone. And they, it, I, it, This was you know, nearly 30 years ago and they still bring it up now. And it's so painful and shameful because I didn't know why I was like that. And I just felt like a terrible person. And A, it was only potatoes. And B, but it, they ugh, the wrong kind of potato, mashed potato, that's the wrong constituents. Constituents, it can help me out. Help. Cons- Consistency. Consistency. Thank you, yes. <laughs> I got I got uh, stuck on the Political shirt is potatoes. <laughs> exactly was yeah awful and shameful so one thing is that if you can reflect on it with a being kind to that kid view of your own inappropriate motion reactions and how you can stop that happening in future if it hurts people which this did it's it's made me like myself a little bit more so that's all i wanted to say what about you uh james
1: um <clears throat> One of the things we get asked a lot is is about kind of disclosing your ADHD or ADHD traits, etc. And it is a personal thing. But if you feel able to, it's okay to say that something is too much. So it's okay to say, I can't, I can't deal with that. Sorry. And I know that sometimes you'll be afraid of what the response will be, but um, but unless you, you're surrounded by monstrous people, most people, if you say, oh. I, I, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry," I really struggle with loud music, or I really struggle with bright lights. I'm um, brilliantly at one of the little talks I was doing. Um, they had. A spinning lights shining on the ceiling while I was talking oh at a smoke no. machine. Yeah, and after three minutes, somebody said, I'm sorry, can you can you turn those lights off? It's really distracting.
2: That's <laughs> brilliant. I know. Wow. and, and, the general, and what did you
1: They, they do, and the lights guy was brilliant because he'd be put the lights down and put them up for a joke and kind of turn it into a joke. But it's oh, okay just... to say that. Rather than sitting there in kind of distress, like, I can't say anything, it's okay to say that. It's okay to walk out of an environment Which, where where there's too much sensory overload because you are important.
0: Yeah. Not if
2: you're a surgeon. No, obviously, Um... yeah.
0: Yeah, all that. And also, what I forgot to mention is that, that the sensory things for me can be incredibly positive too. It's why I can sunbathe because when I'm outside, there's so much to feel, hear, see, smell, touch and experience when I'm outside in the sun. And I get overexcited when I'm outside in a forest or a park. I get so much joy from everything I see. And I'm amazed and entranced by everything I see and feel. And And that's the nice side of it, really.
1: Not Alex's forest, though, obviously
0: haven't been there yet. The smells will be bad there. <laughs> Decomposing bodies, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In... In
2: <laughs> James, I guess. I know <laughs> you guys, Yeah.
1: So. No, he's joined yeah, yeah, next bit's in Blue Owl, so.
0: I was thinking
2: about the lights. <laughs> that is amazing. Right. I, You know, we need an episode on how we make this a positive thing sam i really like that idea of how we tap into these things and make them positive that was episode 85 of the adhd adults and it was the very very first thursday extradition of the adhd adults podcast that's gone out in february or, and or march after monday's episode on adhd and sense of issues if you like this nonsense honestly have a word with yourself what's wrong with you (laughs) but you want to get involved please contact us on the socials on discord on all the others at the adhd adults really lovely to see you have a great weekend bye all bye see you later
0: have a good day Blacks on, blacks on, on.